Real Talk with Grace Redmond features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes Conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redmond. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of Real Talk, where I get to have real life, raw conversations with incredible people from my circles and communities who have overcome challenges and created amazing. Today, my guest is Sema Tusan. Born and raised in Turkey, Sema moved to America with her family at the age of seven. Currently, Sema is a mortgage loan officer with Guarantee Mortgage and the owner of Stamp Bar and Grill Restaurant in San Carlos. Having a lifelong passion to give back and help those less fortunate, CEO and founder Sema decided to pursue a lifelong dream and founded her own nonprofit, Fund a Need, in February of 2014. Fund a Need provides services, goods, education, and support to the many struggling, vulnerable, low-income seniors in San Mateo County. Through her many collaborative partnerships with city leaders, dignitaries, and law enforcement, Sema hopes to continue to pass on the important message of advocacy and support within her community. Sema currently resides in Redwood Shores with her husband, Steve. Welcome, Sema. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Thank no, you for thank having you. me as a guest. Oh, I'm so excited to chat. I remember when I first met you, I was like, oh my God, I love her. We have so much to talk about. <laughs> thank you. I think the feel, feeling was mutual, both the energies and, and all that, like you just clicked right away. Totally. Um, I want to thank you for having this amazing platform to interview such amazing people. Mm. I've been listening to a few of your interviews since I met you and, you know, we need more of you and your energy. So thank you for, for providing this and giving so much back and have, you know, really appreciative of that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it really wouldn't be without the incredible, you know, guests like you that come on. I, I could I wouldn't be able to do it. So I, I appreciate it and I appreciate your time for coming on. And speaking of, you know, giving back, I mean, sister, you give back so much in so many different ways. And um one thing, you know, I wanted to there there's so many things I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. But something that fascinates me is starting your own nonprofit. Like for me, that seems like so, you know, so over my head, I wouldn't even know where to start. So maybe you could just tell us like what motivated you to, to, to do something like that? You know, it's funny you said that it was way, it was when I decided to do it, it was just something like it just came out and said, you know, I want to do this. And I knew I was into something big, but at the same time I was, I was scared. Um, you know, growing up in the Bay area, I, once I, you know, I did banking for 25 years. I was a branch manager, uh, did, you know, investments uh, for many, many years. And through that, I got involved with the chamber. I uh, did a lot of activities, uh, community work through the chamber, which then got me exposed to this world of nonprofits mm-hmm. that um, as a banker, I started to go to a lot of these things, volunteer, Samaritan House, Hip Housing, Boys and Girls Club, and these all these amazing organizations to me was like, 
wow, why, what an amazing, I love doing it. It just mm -hmm. came naturally. I would volunteer in a lot of these places. And, you know, being born in Turkey, we have um, a huge respect and love for our seniors. So I come from a family of, um, you know, there, there are, you know, the, the temple of the hierarchy in the family, our grandparents. Mm -hmm. And having being involved in the Bay Area with these nonprofits, you know, I realized what a youth community we are, youth-oriented. Mm -hmm. That's We're true. part of technology, which is great you know, yes. for that. But I saw a huge niche of our aging community, which is our seniors and the vulnerable seniors. Mm. And there really are not any much resources out there. And so when I saw that crack there as far as, wait, there's things that I think I, I want a voice. And I literally got up one day, I said, I'm going to start a nonprofit that's going to help seniors. Mm. Um, luckily, you know, I come from a banking financial background. My first call was to my CPA bookkeeper, <laughs> say, you know, how do I do this? I know this is, you know, how do I even begin? And that's how fun and need started. And we're just continuing to do amazing things. That's amazing. I mean, that's been since 2014. Yeah. So it's been many years. So, yeah. so would you say the first step was just to the CPA to find out, okay, what do I need to do? Yeah. Getting all my, you know, paperwork ready, uh, California, I think anywhere, it's highly regulated, opening a nonprofit 501c. So I wanted to make sure all my documents were in order. And secondly, I mean, I was involved in a lot of, you know, nonprofits and being volunteers for them, but I didn't even know what steps to take. I mean, it was like, what do I do now? How do I begin? Where's the logo? How do I even come up with the name? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get the things out there. And I just, I use my resources, my niche of community yeah. that I had that I was already volunteering in. I would contact all those people and say, how, you know, this is what I'm doing. How do I begin? I would ask them questions all the time, call them, email them. And I was relentless. Um, mm -hmm. And just, and they helped me through the whole process. To this day, I'm still learning it. Um, you're still growing and it's, it's a business. It is a nonprofit, but it is a business in the sense and how you have to grow it, establish it, getting the word out there again. And um, the atmosphere of people that I had around me uh, had and continue to be amazing. And, and they're my biggest resources. I still continue to do that. Yeah. That's so important. I think that's something we touched on before we went live is like, you know, we can't as entrepreneurs, um, or, or anyone, you can't do it alone. Like you need yeah. a tribe, you need a team, you need a community to to help in whatever you're doing. There's like this old, uh, I, I know in my mind, there was like, okay, you have to do it alone. That's, you can't, oh, you're no. not it alone. You, can. I mean, you can't, um, you know, even doing it with your tribe of people and, and it's wonderful thing, use those resources. Absolutely. You know? uh, because anything that you do out of your comfort zone, it's going to be uncomfortable. But in order to entice or ignite any change, you have to come out of your comfort zone. And Absolutely. there's something scary about it, but that scary is actually a good thing. Like you feel scared and you're nervous. That's actually a good thing because you're you're really trying starting that process, taking those steps to to make that change. Um, yes, yes. And I've also learned that um, um, scary and excitement are the same emotion. Like you you kind of feel yeah. this, this the same emotions. And getting out of your comfort zone is gives you life. It, yeah, I mean, you have to. Uh, in any business, that you know, we have a restaurant. We had one. We closed out one. We just recently opened another one. 
right during the pandemic. Um, we're very fortunate that we're still open. Thank goodness. You're still learning. You're still trying to navigate through all those hardships. But, you know, honestly, if you, you know, being successful and having power does not make you strong. You know, it makes you, you've succeeded. You, you were good at that. You succeeded in that. Mm -hmm. It really actually makes you strong and is really the struggles you, you deal with. Amen. It's like, boom, boom what, what happened? You know, and I'll give an example. I, when I was starting the nonprofit, I thought, you know, I could do this kind of on my own and, you know, navigating through it as far as the website. And I said, no, you know, I knew that I had my ups and downs, but I said, semi get up, you know, we're going to look at other options. Let's get to know some people that can recommend somebody, you know, it's a little thing, but that made me stronger. It, it would have easily been easy for me to give up or any of us and anything that we do personal or business. But what really makes us stronger grace is when we are able to overcome those struggles. Uh, and that's what polishes you. That's what yes. starts building on that strength. So yes. don't be afraid of that. That's, yes. that's going to happen. Absolutely. And I, I believe that there's no failure. It's only feedback. We yes. learn from our mistakes. Education. Absolutely. Yes. And one of the, one of my favorite analogies is the, you know, the piece of coal, the coal goes under pressure, you know, under this tremendous pressure, pressure for a long period of time, and then comes out this brilliant priceless diamond. Yes. Yes. And, and I feel that's how we are as human beings. And I used to resent my struggles. I mean, you know, as like most of us, um, I experienced a lot of loss, a lot of struggle, a lot of pain. And I used to just resent it. And now when I look back, I'm like, but that shaped me. It oh, made me more resilient. It made mm -hmm. me wiser. And who would I be without those that, those pains yeah. and struggles? Absolutely. It teaches you. I still continue to every day. You know, I'm still learning. Um, and, you know, those moments where we all have, and I know we all have them out there. Like you have mm -hmm. them. I have them personally with business, everything with ourselves, right? You know, we're, we've been going through this awful pandemic where I think it's, you know, self-love and kind of looking within ourselves. I think we all learned something about ourselves, right? Sure. And even with the hardships and to, to say like, oh my God, it was so awful. How can this happen to me? I guarantee you, whether it's a month or a year, or maybe a couple of years down the line, that is those, you'll build on that. You'll yeah. learn from that. And yeah. you're a better person because of that. Um, whether you even realize it or not, something yeah. that, you know, you changed inside. Mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. As weird as it sounds, I'm actually grateful for those. For sure, grateful for having those struggles and the difficulties and 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 the people around me that were trying to maybe bring me down, yeah. and to say, hey, you know, I I can honestly say, like, well, look at where I am today, and for I appreciate sure. things so much more. You know? Yes, it, it's it's the nuggets, and and like you said, we all go through it. I mean. Um, yes, I'm always positive. And yes, I, um, you know, teach how to reframe and how to kind of move from the negativity. But me myself, I mean, this week, I felt it, you know, whatever, I'm going through something, I don't know what it was. And I just felt mm -hmm. a little bit funky. But it's also a message to me that there's something that needs to change. There's something in my life that I need to look at. Like, okay, there has to be a shift. I'm growing. Something needs to change. So now I just... I feel into it instead of just get so, um, you know, oh, let me, because we have it. Like instead of feeding into it and kind of bringing in. Exactly. Your, feeding yeah. into it or sweeping it under the rug. Because, you know, my community, the world around me has a really good way of sweeping things under the rug. Yeah, yeah, cover it okay. up. 
I'm going through, I'm feeling some kind of way I'm going through something and let me just, you know, lean into it because I know this is going to make me stronger. Whatever I'm, I'm experiencing is because I need to make a change and whatever that is, I'm going to be stronger for it. Yeah. You, you kind of have to face it head on, even mm -hmm. for yourself, like literally you have these discussions and maybe uh, with yourself. I mean, I, I, I always say when my friends or, and stuff ask me if we're out and like, well, how do you, how do you seem to keep it together? It's like, well, first of all, I don't keep it together, you know. I don't. I'm like the last person. I have things from everywhere coming at me. But you know, it's you, you know, sometimes we do like spring cleaning, right? You do spring cleaning, or you're like, okay, I'm gonna kind of clean my closet, things I haven't been wearing in a couple of years, I'm gonna, you know, donate those, what have you. You know, I think the first thing we should do is with ourselves, mm -hmm. putting ourselves through a filter. You know, yeah. if you, if you want to fly, you know, get rid of the things that weigh you down. Yes. You know, and maybe when we put ourselves through that filter, this could be people that are weighing us For down. Sure. Um, things that were growing under the rug, like you said, which is, you know, and really coming face on with it. And it, it you know, deal taking care of ourselves, like doing us. Like I always tell my friends, like, do you. Yes. You know, because if you don't do you, you're not going to be a good friend to me. You're not going to be a good partner or, no. or a husband or a wife or, or, or a mother or, you know, that comes first and foremost. And it's very important Absolutely. to you and do you. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, I say that, I say that as well. Although, you know, again, I go back to the world around us. We grew up in a world around us that said, give everything before you give to yourself, but there was never left to give. But I use the analogy, like if the car is empty, how are you going to drive it? So if we're empty, if my cup is empty, how am I going to give back? So yeah, do you is not selfish. Like my friend um, and, and sister Tiffany says, it's selfful. That's when you do you, it's selfful. So what is something you do for yourself, Sema, to help you stay grounded? God, well, I, I do work out a lot. If anyone follows me on social media, all of a sudden, like, I'm not this person, right? Uh, I love that. I, uh, you know, I do a little bit of boxing. I work out it. Uh, I go for runs, you know, uh, running kind of, it's almost like meditation to me or if I'm working out, it really grounds me. It really puts things into perspective that, you know, things that I was dwelling on that morning really probably isn't even worth thinking about. So I do that as far as the health and I really surround myself, you know, I actually make an effort to make sure I surround myself with positive, good people, people that Absolutely. are supportive and, and lift me up. Um, so, you know, making that mental note to say, you know, what am I doing in my day-to-day -day life to make my life better? You know, actually making note of that. Um, mm -hmm. Those are some of the simple things I do and, and doing what I do with like fun and need uh, I mean, that just fills my heart. That's totally. Yeah. You know, there's that's that's being of service. I mean, and I'm with you. I mean, those are also three things that really um, help me is I, I love to exercise. Also, I exercise all yeah. the time. I do everything. I go to all different studios um, yeah. and also, you know, giving back, being of service. And it's really, like you said, really important. And I do this as well. I'm very, very careful of who I surround myself with. Yeah. Yep. Because we are the sum of the five people that we spend the most time with. Mm -hmm. And it's who's around you in that sphere. Right. Right. It will affect you. And I think, you know, and I had that. I, when you, when I come out of my comfort zone to do something like going from banking, and I'm not really financially really well off. When you look at people that actually starts 
foundations or nonprofits. It's really in a big organizational format, you know, yeah. or, or there's lots of money that is already there that they want to invest in this nonprofit that they believe in or want to invest in. With me, it was just like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I just want, my message was just to do good. Mm. And if I can use that and, and give seniors as an example to hope. And if someone said, Oh, that's cool. That's really neat. I saw something like that on social media, or I saw this, uh, if I'm having an event, maybe if that, you know, gives you the motivation to call your grandmother or your mother that you haven't talked to, um, then I've then fund and need has done its job. And that's Absolutely. really where I, my foundation began with is just to kind of pass on that legacy of just really thinking about our seniors. Absolutely. I mean, we wouldn't be here. We yeah. wouldn't be here without our elders, our seniors, without their wisdom. Oh, absolutely. Without the path that they've paved for us. Oh, absolutely. You know, when, again, I mentioned, you know, they were really, my parents, my great-grandparents were really the motivation towards why I wanted to bring that compassion here and the idea of being good to your seniors and helping those people that you see that, you know, may need a hand or, you know, let alone people on the streets. Maybe this could be your own grandparents and yes. family that you're not seeing in the senior centers. I mean, yeah. it's just few things that I see that they're so lonely. Mm. Sometimes that's all they want is just someone to visit them. Yeah. And, you know, my great grandparent, that's my family, my mom, that's what they taught me. You know, whatever you do, put love and compassion. Yes. Everything that you do, because yeah. it really shows. And, yes. you know, through fund and need that my thing is to really give that and, and show that look, let's have love and compassion mm-hmm. for our seniors um, and, and hopefully broaden that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's necessary because like you said, we do, I mean, our youth is important and our seniors are just as important as our, as our youth. So can you, can you tell us maybe one story, a really impactful moment that you had um, with fund and need that may, maybe with a group of um, seniors or one senior, if you could share something with us that was impactful. Yeah, was, I mean, we, we do a lot right now. We uh, in San Mateo County, we actually touch, I think, uh, I think we've gone to about 6,000 seniors in the Bay area. So we go from like Palo Alto uh, to up to San Francisco kind of, and, and it's all hands on what we do. Uh, the biggest thing that I uh, had well, the impact as far as I knew that there was such a need was we did a um, a seminar about uh, just how seniors can be uh, mindful of the elder abuse, right? Mm. So there's really a lot, you know, coming again from a financial background, you know, I would see at the bank like elder financial abuse all the time. So, you know, maybe what I'm going to say is not going to sound so compassionate, but I saw and it comes again, it streams from them being so lonely that no one's really giving them this advice to say, hey, these are the resources you have. We provided. And in doing that educational seminar, we got together with teachers, financial bankers, and law enforcement and local politicians. And so we literally went to these senior centers in the Bay Area and, and did seminar seminars on that. Nice. And afterwards, so we provided some tablets mm-hmm. and to them so they can maybe get their medications online. We provided uh, services, you know, uh, free services. Oh, I've fallen, but I can't get up. You know, those things that you see on TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And anything that we can think of is going to be for the better of the seniors. And after that, Grace, within, I think, a month after, I was inundated with calls and emails as to the stories that I was hearing and how it affected them, even just giving them the message of what to do, what not to do. And amazing story. You know, the lady had gotten mugged and she now knew what to do. I mean, all these things. Another one had a story about, you know, it, it was just amazing. We've, That's beautiful. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> we've uh, taken no. money out of the streets and I, we provided, funding provided money for uh, their hotels to stay until we got them help into yeah. a living shelter and to the most basic things, providing food and services uh, through the restaurant. Um, you know, I, I use all the resources I have. I use my surroundings, my family, even my own business at the restaurant we provided um, during the pandemic, food, hot food, uh, not just canned food. You know, we kind of go a little further, hot food bowls, mm -hmm. um, and just literally hand went and delivered it to them from meals to uh, goods and services, things that they don't have in their homes, you know, heaters, um, you name it, we've done it. We've touched I love that. the lives and we're very happy about that. I mean, uh, really in reality, you're, you, you probably don't even realize the impact that you have because it spreads so much further than you could really see or the feedback that you, you get. Oh, absolutely. And some of it, as, as weird as it up, one of the biggest uh, things that I've realized is the volunteers. So our volunteer base is, so fun and need is, there is no overhead. Okay. So we are zero, any money that is donated to fun and need goes straight to fun and need. Mm -hmm. So what we do, no one gets a paycheck. We, I don't have any employees. It's all volunteer based. Wow. So that is so amazing to see, you know, our age group of volunteers when we have like mm -hmm. drives or events goes from, I, I'm not kidding, like age six to oh. seniors too. And like mothers, we have, again, I involve lots of uh, community people. I like to co-host with small businesses. So yes, here I am doing this good deed of, with fun and need and we have these volunteers, but I want to incorporate the community and bring a sense mm -hmm. of community. Oh. I think we really need that back. I think yes. we lost that. Yes, I love that. And so I, I love that. I try to incorporate anything and, and for the better and people love it. And seeing that an amazing amount of people that I met through this journey has just been, I, I feel so lucky and fortunate. Mm -hmm. I think that's been the biggest thing I've learned, you know, gotten from it is the people that I met. And, yeah. and people, I mean, that's how we thrive. We thrive from the yeah. connection with yeah. others, with human beings. Yeah, I know some people are introverted, some people are extroverted, but regardless, mm -hmm. I feel like we thrive from the connection with people and community is our core. Oh, I, you know, absolutely. I, I think, you know, regardless of we have cell phones, you know, social media, it's great. I, I, I would like to see more of things like this on social media. Yes. I think, unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of negativity there. And I would hope that we're more uh, diligent and, and mindful of what we put out there. And, you know, and what we see too, you know, ask questions, just like if you're going to ask people questions or ask me, come to me, if you're interested in doing that, use me, you know, call me, I will be a help and resource to you. But at the same time, you know, I think we should also ask questions when we see something and say, is this, you know, is this really true? And, right. and really come out of that. Yes. Coming out of your comfort zone, maybe you're not 
following the trend, which is all these new words and terms, right? You know, it's all the trend and it's the generation of hashtag generation, mm-hmm. uh, which I, you know, is unfortunate, I think, in a lot of ways. And to instill a real sense of like dialogue and feeling mm-hmm. and compassion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Respect. You, know, you, can't, you can't do that on social media, you know? Um, I think it's so much more important now, you know, to do it now. And yeah. you know, it's very and and also it's about respect, respect, mm-hmm. kindness, kindness, okay. compassion. And and that's um that's important considering you know everything that you know we, we've been through. Yep, yeah. And what you said earlier, it's like going back and reflecting within ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you find that you know you're in that place of you know, disrespect or anger or you know, what is, what are you making that mean about you? Where is that coming from? Well, you know, coming here at the age of seven, I came here from Turkey and I grew up in the Bay area, right. Um, going to school was very tough. Um, I know for my brothers and I, it was very, very tough. Imagine my, my parents coming here and they're tailors. I mean, they literally made their, what they have and gave us what with a needle and a thread. I mean, no joke. Um, I mean, those are really our heroes, right? Like, yeah. you know, I just, they have this invisible cape, like my mom, you know, she's my hero. I think she walks around with this invisible cape, but you know, it was hard. Like that at that time, it was just, we call the people being mean nowadays again, you know, it's, it's bullying, you know, there's all these new terms and I just say, it's just people being mean. Um, Oh, hard. It was so hard, you know, growing up in the Bay area, coming from another country, you get teased a lot, you get bullied a lot. Um, even through, uh, you know, high school and college, it, it was very, very hard. And luckily, you know, I have very um, strong parents, especially my mom. She pretty much raised us as a single mom um, with my two older brothers. Always instilled, you know, being humble, mm-hmm. uh, but also strength. You know, she's yeah. one of those, like, we very queen-esque. She's a very queen-esque lady. You know, she's always very humble and loving and compassionate, but you know, never holding, you know, always holding her ground and, and, and having this strength at the same time, you know, and balancing that and mm-hmm. so lucky and fortunate. And, and she's, you know, still, I, I try to get as much as I can from her because she does it with such class and such uh, poise. Yes. Um, very fortunate, lucky that, you know, she was with us and she supported us. And, you know, also, of course, my dad and, and other family members, it's hard. You got to, you know, keep moving forward, you know, and, and, <laughs> and you know, although, you know, I'm American born, you know, born in the United States, my parents immigrated, you know, from Palestine and same oh, thing. It was very yeah. challenging you know, um, you know, for them and for us because we were caught between two worlds mm-hmm. and, you know, and we also experienced the discrimination. Oh, of course. But what one thing that I always kept in mind was, the other person is just, you, you know, um, maybe doesn't have the knowledge or is coming from a place of fear. And so although there were times that I felt devastated, I also recognized that, uh, her, you know, that person just doesn't know. If they really yeah. knew me, if they knew us, they, mm-hmm. wouldn't, um, they wouldn't say those things. So it's also about education. I, absolutely. It, it's just they, they don't really know much of course they, they're just talking and they're being, they think they know it or they think they know your culture, but uh, you know, of course having the, 
thing, you know, discrimination, you know, it's, it's funny in a sense, it's going to sound weird, but sometimes the way I look at it, you, you know, we call them haters, right? People, right. you know, well, in a way, way I see it, you know, I kind of respect them. I know this, but finish what I'm, yeah, I'm going to finish what I'm going to say is. I love it. I want to hear. There you are actually your biggest fans. Yes. You know what I mean? That should be on a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> my haters are my biggest fans. They're your biggest fans. And, and trust me, Grace, I went through, even with the businesses I did and with my own personal successes with my family, you know, I, I, I'm very lucky. I come from a family that really has stepped out of their boundaries. Like I have two older brothers are big musicians in Turkey. So I kind of mm. grew up seeing that like, wow, like we can, we can be different than every, even from people from our own family. And that kind of paved the way for me. So I'm very proud to be, you know, did we grow up perfectly? No. And that's why I'm. All of us did. Hey. None of us did. Girl, we grow up perfectly. We are all, we all have dysfunctional yeah. shit. People are, you're going to, you guys are going to have haters, you know, yeah. you guys are going to have people that are going to be jealous and envious and take that as, as a motivation. I know I did, you know, I have people saying like, what are you doing, Sam? Why would you start a nonprofit? Like, what, what are you thinking? Right? Like you mentioned earlier, um, I said, you know, if, if not me, then who? I want to. I, I love that. To. Um, that was really my simple answer. And I say the same thing to this day after seven years later. And it's just, you know, don't let it bring you down. Let that motivate you because Absolutely. that's a sign that you're doing something right. Yeah. I agree. As long, then, as long as you're putting love and compassion and you're not hurting anyone, then that take that as a sign like, whoa, I'm igniting some fire here. And yes. that's what keeps me going. What because yes. people like that, obviously. Right. And exactly. You're igniting a fire. You're triggering something in them, which which means like there's something waking up in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, exactly. and also, I mean, I've you know, we've all had haters. I've had many. Um, and I used to get so frustrated and angry. And then I remember Steve Harvey and not only Steve Harvey, but so many other of the motivational influencers yeah. say, how do you respond to your haters? You don't. No, no, you don't. You, you don't. You, I, I don't even respond. I just keep it moving. You know, then you'd be kind of going on their level. Um, I think sure. the things we do is the, is the only response they need anyways is what you're doing and you're putting it out there. Right. And, and you know what, in reality, you're going to be impacting so many more people and there's just going to be a small fraction that you're triggering, which is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you're creating the impact. So the, the haters are um, definitely a gift. Yeah. Focus on the, the focus on, you know, the people that you're making a positive impact on. Exactly. And continue on that trail. And it, you know, again, it's, you know, I, there's another thing that I keep in my mind, you know, your eyes will see what your heart interprets. Mm. And, you know, I truly believe this. And I think we should first start to see with our hearts. And so yes. I have this love here. So it's like, that was not. Yes, I, I love that. that. I just realized that. Yeah. And you'll start to see things in a more beautiful way. And if we start to maybe look at things with our hearts first, uh, I guarantee you'll see things in, in a better way. It'll be more positive. For sure. Activity, you know, put it aside. For sure. And and really at the end of the day, there's only two emotions, main emotions, love and fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I always say love is all, not that it's always easy because I'm, you know, I struggle sometimes, you know, I have to love from a distance sometimes, um, but it, love is always the answer. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't fail. If being true to yourself and doing what's right. And if you've been an impact in a good way, keep on that. And you know what, you know, if I go to, 
I live my day. You know, if I, when I go to bed at night, you know, if I put up my head down on my pillow, like how, how did I impact someone in a good way? You know, there's this, a commercial that I love. They don't air it, but it's years ago. I think it's an insurance, farmer's insurance. And the, and the commercial is like one person does that, you know, they drop their towel and she picks it up. And then after that, a baby's, you know, pacifier falls, they pick it up. It's, and so they get motivated to do something nice to the next person. Mm-hmm. And it's the trickle effect of just kindness. Yes. It doesn't cost us anything. Mm-hmm. And if we live out like that negativity, if we just smile at someone or be nice and say something nice to somebody, I guarantee you that negativity will wash away because that love, that good feeling that's going to feed you with endorphins of being nice is going to overpower the negativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm addicted to th- those endorphins. I'm addicted <laughs> to that vibration. I'm telling you, I don't like being in the low vibration because I'm so addicted to that feeling of 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 joy. And you're right, it it um, transmutes out. It transmutes out. You, you're doing so many amazing things. I mean, you're doing the the mortgage lending. We're helping people get into their home, which is you know another amazing service. The restaurant, which is a place to gather and have a great time. I've been there many times. Fun to need. How how are you able to man like for someone who's watching who is interested in going to going into business or has their own businesses? How do you stay organized? Like how do you manage those you know different entities? Obviously, you have to have a good tribe. We, we talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Have a good tribe. You know, involve people. Uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Vulnerability, I think people take it the wrong way, like it's a weakness. It's not. It's actually, it actually takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable. Yes. Use the resources around you. Um, you know, uh, social media. I know I kind of touched on how sometimes it could be so divisive, but at the same time, how do you think I've gotten as far as with fund and need? It was through social media. Well, you do a great um, job with that. that. Uh, you know, I didn't have enough funding to do these extravagant events. So use those resources. Use, you know, it could be whatever business that you're doing. You're opening a business in a community. Get mm-hmm. in contact with your uh, city officials there, the city council, mayors, the, uh, you know, the, the police department. Use, they'll help you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, use that as a resource to uh, g- uh, gain help and support your friends and family that you know are going to support you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid. You know, take those steps. Is it going to be all easy? No. But again, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, you're going to learn from it. You're going to have your hurdles. You're going to mm-hmm. have, you know, everything you say, we continue to have those. Always. Um, because how are you going to grow if you don't have the hurdles? I mean, the hurdles grow yeah. you. They yeah. elevate you. If I was going to say it's going to be easy, I'd be lying. You know, it's not going to be easy. Anything that you do is not going to be easy, but there's resources out there that we can use that can help. You know, one is each other, you know, even in the social media platform. And again, I mentioned in your, uh, in your cities, uh, reaching out to them because they could be, they are, I know they were helped to me when I started Fund and Eat and the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and there's also resources. Don't be afraid. Uh, don't don't listen to the haters and the naysayers because you will have those haters and naysayers. Yes. Uh, prove them wrong. You know, prove them wrong. Um, and don't think you have to do everything 100%. Mm-mm. Progress. 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 And it's it, better done than done right. Yeah. Don't think, you, you know, if, if you have to have a list of things that you're going to accomplish that day. Yeah. If that works for you, great. 
don't beat yourself up if you didn't do all of it. Just say, great, I'm so glad I got that one done because I know that was my toughest one. Exactly. And celebrate what you got done. Also, I think sometimes when we have so much on our list, it's overwhelming. And mm -hmm. what I've learned is just pick three top things for that day. Yeah. 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 Depending based on what you're doing or if it's just bettering yourself and, uh, you know, doing things with your own health or it could, it could be a family, it could yeah. be with the kids and, uh, you know, not being so hard on yourself. And 100%. Sure, again, you, you do, you, you take care of you. Use the resources around you. Ask questions. Um, don't settle. Ask questions and everything. I mean, it's like I say, that's how I am. Like I'm a sponge, right? Like I, when I, I, people know I am aggressive. You know, when I had first had fund and need and I was trying to get supporters and, and people that would be on my board and stuff, I was aggressive. People were tired of me. People and were tired of me. Was it really aggressive or was it persistent? Persistent, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a better word. And hey, to this day, if I was, you know, you set your mind onto it, it might not be a hundred percent, but I put everything that I can into achieving that, and that's what's satisfying. Maybe yeah. it's not hundred percent, but you know, don't be afraid to, don't over, um, don't beat yourself up thinking mm -hmm. that has to be perfect because mm -hmm. it's not going to be, and that's what makes it actually you, and that's what makes it unique yes. to you. Yes, and there's no such thing as perfectionism. It's yeah. that, that's an illusion. Yeah, there is a, you know, perfection. It, it's, it's. And it holds us back. It's really actually self-sabotaging. So if there's something that you want to do, don't wait until you think you need to, you, you know, need to do this and have this and this to do it. Just do it because that's how you're going to get better is just by doing it. Absolutely. And, and working through that, you know, when we, I'll give the restaurant as an example. I mean, we didn't know, no one knew COVID. We opened up and, you know, six months later, COVID hits, like, you know, it changes you upside down. But oh, we could have, you know, sat there, all of us and all my partners and everyone just kind of been down and, and we didn't do that. We, you know, we just said, okay, this is the reality. This happened. Okay, what now? How can I fix it? Let's not mm -hmm. dwell on what's already happened because you can't change that. You know, I can't change what I just said two seconds ago. So, you know, it, Focus on, okay, plan B. Um, I know this is how it has worked for me. I know it sounds cliche when I say plan B, but to say first, what, you know, feeding in your soul, what's your heart telling you, right? Like there's that gut, always listen to your gut. There's always people. Never lies that gut. Never. <laughs> and, and then work towards that. And then when you put, again, you put that, like the, the wanting to achieve and the love in there and the compassion, Trust me, it, it works out. You know, when people say it, it works out, but you got to oh, put those efforts, positive efforts into yes. bringing that into alignment. Yes, yes. Exactly. And I love the word alignment. It's like, the you know, you have to have the intention, mm -hmm. the action and make sure that is that it's an alignment. And what does alignment mean? For me, it means just when I think about what I'm doing, it feels good right here. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it kind of, you feel it. Don't mm -hmm. even in a physical sense, like there's, exactly. you know, I'm uh, thinking of taking one of the reasons why I'm actually going to be going to Turkey too, is because I want to research more on how I can take fun and eat globally. Right. So, Beautiful. so I want to start from my own home country and, and um, I mean, talking about impoverished people all over the world. And I know that that's going to be a lot of 
big things coming my way as far as how I'm going to maneuver through that. But if I can start in any step, any one part, I always say the, the thing for funding needs helping seniors one hand at a time, literally one person at a time. If you've done that, and that's, that's the goal that I think of when I say globally, I'm not saying millions, you know, who knows that might happen too, which is all great. But if I can touch one senior, maybe in, in Europe or in the Middle East or in Africa or anywhere else, that's really the goal right now. So I'm very excited to. That's exciting. And you know what my spirit is telling me? You absolutely will touch more than one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's, it's, absolutely. People are amazing. Volunteers are, you know, people are actually truly part ways like amazing. I they are. We're like good. People see, are inherently really good. Wonderful. Right. And it's like, I see it all the time with fund and need again, with the volunteers and people that put so much time and effort and just, I'm always at like, wow, blown away by it. And it's like, wow, it's amazing to be able to give, see the goodness. And let's bring more of those good things at, you know, from each other and, and build on that and, and unite each other in a good positive way, you know, without putting names into it, without having to have, you know, uh, uh, hashtags into it. It's just doing the changing in a positive way. I agree. I'm I'm with you. I I, I agree. Yeah. Just what can we do to make things better? And I think if we show up in a loving and kind and giving way, that starts with us. Yes, you know, way. you know, just giving, instilling kindness and doing mm -hmm. better or to the, our kids, and 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 hopefully the legacy continues. I know my grand grandparents somehow instilled something in me for me to have started Fund a Need, right? Mm -hmm. And I to continue on that legacy. Because, you know, that kind of makes people live on forever um, and carry that. And what other more beautiful way to, to honor anyone, whether they're your seniors or people that volunteer. I just, it's goodness and it's contagious. Let's make it contagious, you know. Oh, I love that. It's goodness <laughs> and it's contagious. And I, and I believe that. I believe that. I believe, you know, like you said, the goodness, a smile, a kindness. If you see mm -hmm. someone who is having a bad day, instead of barking back at them, mm -hmm. give them a smile because most likely that's what they need. They need a little bit of love. They need some goodness. And you'll see how they'll soften up right away. But, oh, exactly. I, it, I think naturally, innately, we have that, the goodness in us. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, whether we're going through things at that moment, who knows? We all have a story and, you know, we should all kind of be mindful of that. Yeah. And whatever we're doing, whether we're outside, not being more mindful of the way we're touching people mm -hmm. in a negative or positive way and kind mm -hmm. of seeing more depth into that. And, you know, does this mean that you can't, you know, you have to be strong? You know, I, again, I come from a, you know, my background of finance and banking, and now I'm doing residential lending. And that kind of came from really, again, I looked at it in a love and compassion way. I said, okay, I'm kind of done with the banking side, the retail banking side. I've done everything there that I, that I can how could I now still carry this with me and do something, but like literally making dreams come true of home ownership. Um, and now I'm loving doing that because to me it's, yes, it's a lot of work, paperwork, this and that, but in my mind, that's how I see it. So I go with that passion. Mm -hmm. oh, I love that. My 110% into it because it's like, who doesn't, I remember when I bought my first house, you know, who, who doesn't and hopefully, especially in this Bay area, you know, if I can help, people into achieving that it it makes us so much worthwhile so you have to be strong you know you have to be 
confidence has to be there. And it, 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 I'm still polishing myself. I think we all do. I'm still polishing. We, we all do. And, and it's in and, and what I, what else I got from you is like having to have a passion for what you do, what you're doing. And if it's something that you're like, okay, this is not working, what is working about it? And I remember when I got into staffing, I was so into the numbers and the bottom line that I was going crazy. It wasn't working. And I loved what I was doing, but it started to get to me. And so then I shifted it like you did. I said, you know what? No, it's not about sales. It's about building relationships and helping people find their dream jobs. And then from there, it was just smooth sail. Well, it wasn't smooth sailing, but yeah, it yeah. Was like, okay, but that's how I'm being of service. Because now you're putting that love and compassion. It, it, it was more smooth, flowing. And even if you had to maneuver through those challenges, you were able to do it because you knew that you were on that like vision was good. Exactly. Cause I was being of service. Yeah. And you affect people. And now like imagine all the people that you've opened this amazing door to that they can all learn from each other. It's just amazing. Again, hats off to you on that. Thank you. Thank you. I, I look at the restaurant even, you know, the restaurant, you know, people have been so lonely and isolated, right. Through again, the pandemic, I realize how, what, important of what our business does to people for sure are you kidding me i can't wait to come out America, it's like it's friday happy hour or it's like having drank you're having a bad day so you meet someone for like dinner or what have you mm -hmm. and we're actually we do a lot more than just provide food oh know? yes we do and yes, we, do. So like we we capitalized on that or i said hey you know let's it's like literally our home when my friends come there or when you come there when anyone comes there we want them to feel like they're home um and we see it like that so we put the heart into that whether it's of course the food the staffing and making you feel comfortable when you come in and that really goes a long way that is sometimes usually what triggers your success when you carry that the success comes along and sometimes you don't even realize that that's what it is but it is you know i agree with you a hundred percent there's a book i love it's called the go-giver Oh, okay. I'm gonna it talks to about how regardless if you are, um, you know, the CEO or if you're the facilities person, like you mm -hmm. always treat everyone with love and kindness. It doesn't matter who they are, because okay. when you can connect with them that way and make them feel special, they keep coming. Yeah. You're, you're still who you are. You know, I, I grew up very poor, you know, family, very humble, very, but we were very rich in heart, you know, in, in love and very, very lucky and fortunate for that. And so I know, so I really appreciate what I have now, you know, and I know the difficulties, you know, what my mom's sacrificing, coming here, not knowing the language, raising mm -hmm. us. Can you imagine this woman, if she's not super woman, like then who is like, she taught my brothers and I how to drive, you know, she's, doesn't even have an elementary school education. God bless. Amazing, you know, and she that's why she's like my role model. If I can instill and, and carry on and be even 10% of her and carry that, then you know, I'm I'm lucky. Girl. So, you know, you you know, you amazing. you you really appreciate, you know, you really appreciate what you have. And when you do have that, I know for the first thing that I thought of is like, how could I be a resource? How can I give back? You know, again, I'm not trying to say this to sound cliche, like, oh, I so I wanted to give back, you know, not just the holidays and not just, but give back, not, you know, monetary way. Uh, most of the seniors we help in touch, we do fun events. I mean, we used to do them because now with COVID, it's been kind of 
social events. We've taken, you know, we do with kids. We take the kids there. We'll have fun mm-hmm. with them. A lot of the things we do with fun and it is that because they're so lonely and isolated. And again, it goes back to community, connection, yep. kindness. And, and I think Gandhi said it. It's the greatest way, uh, you know, the, the most fulfillment we get is from being of service. And that's exactly what you're doing for so many yep. in the community. It's been amazing to have you on today. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for so many people. And so now tell our audience like how they can get in touch with you if they want to learn more about each of your businesses or what's the easiest way to get in touch with you um, to maybe I'm on social media. I have an Instagram page and I think we'll provide the links to that. Message me. I'm happy to, you know, call me, message me for anything. If you need, maybe advice or anything or, or need a resource. I'm always here. Or maybe you want to do a partnership on something with fund and need or anything else. I'll even give my cell number, you know, um, 650-504-7578. Again, mm-hmm. social media is out there. So feel free to reach out. Um, and yeah, I'm always here. I'm in the area. We love it. And we'll go ahead and share your information. We'll um, have it written up. I'm in the episode on the bottom. Let them know how to get in touch with you if they want to volunteer or whatever it is it is that they want. It was such an honor and pleasure to have thank you. you. I'm honored to be here. I thank you, thank you so much for inviting me as oh, a guest. Thank it was you. my pleasure. My pleasure. Out there listening. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Enjoyed. Yeah. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And thank you, everyone um, who joined us live. And for those of you who are listening, I'm really <laughs> grateful. I appreciate you. And if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share and to give us a rating. That would really be wonderful. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and wish you a fantastic rest of your day. Hey, love. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.